about the Messi thing? Anything else on the Messi front, Chris, before we move on? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm falling out. I told you, I never want to bring this guy's name up again. I don't know, man. This Messi thing is just a freaking mess. What a disaster. I don't want to hear this name ever again until it's official. But they got me back. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the Herons are back. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 119 of the Batter Herons podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, and alongside me, as always, is Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? It's a happy day. It is. But it's a sad day. <laughs> it's a sad no, day. Not. There's nothing sad about it. There's nothing Come sad Bobby, about it. Bobby, baby. No, it, it's, it's Christmas season. We Two days from Christmas Eve, three days from Christmas Day. It's a messy Christmas uh all things are good in the world of la familia uh we got our official signing uh, chris called me and he said hey it's official tissue i had no idea what he's talking about then he broke it to me luis suarez was official and we told you guys a week or two ago when it becomes official we have a special guest enter miami's favorite villain right la familia's favorite villain mr daniel solana i've never met a bigger luis suarez fan I've been going back and forth with him about Luis Suarez joining the team because I wasn't necessarily a fan of it. But we'll talk about that, I guess, during this episode now because I'm all in. He's one of us now. So he's one of us. I'm all in. And we're going to get into all of that. So uh, without further ado, let's welcome in the bad guy, Mr. Daniel Solana. What's going on, my guy? What's up, boys? Everything good, man? I cannot be happier today. Literally, Christmas came three days early for me, boys. Like, yeah. I've never gotten to see my favorite player play live, and now I'm going to get a chance to see him play every single week, for, at least for a year. Yeah. I could at not have had a better 2023 Christmas. Deegan, good morning. Where the hell are you from that you're saying good morning? It is 10 o'clock right now where we're at here in Miami. Uh, Deegan, thank you for joining us wherever you are. 10, I'm sorry, 10 p.m. What's well, a.m. wherever he's at because he said good morning, so thank you uh, for joining us that early. And um, a lot to get to, man. Uh, yes. Look, look at this. Daniel crying behind his mask. No, no. Look, and, I, I will, I, I, and look, today's episode, we're going to get into why I didn't want him. I'm all in now because he's one of us. But we'll talk about all that. Um, but I guess we can go in order. Worst kept secret in football, I think. Everybody was expecting it since the summertime. We thought that it would happen at some point. Solana, I know that you posted something that he had been here since the weekend, and then that got a lot of traction. A lot of people started retweeting that. Then everybody started reporting it. Next thing I know today, it's official tissue. He's one of us. But what caught me off guard was that he started posting pictures with the number nine. Now, I'll start with Chris because Chris has heard about it. Chris, how are you feeling that he's just got in? And he got that number nine already. Give me that, Kampapi. Give it to me. Well, let me tell you, I think that's kind of grimy that they did that, but I completely get it. I mean, the buildup was there, right? Um, and Campana, I mean, what? Didn't he take the nine from Iguain? Yeah, but after I think Iguain if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, look, I mean, Campana, like, uh, everybody loves him. I love him. I'm rocking the I'm rocking the battered hair and shirt right here, the Leo Kampapi. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I really hope it works out, man. This thing with Luis Suarez, like I'm looking forward to it because like you can definitely tell that he's extremely capable. 
he's yeah. like doing very well, even with these shattered knees that everybody's talking about. Yeah. But I mean, I want Gampapi to flourish, though, bro. I want him to get some time. I want him he to get will. some balls in the back of the net. He will. Don't worry, Chris. He will. He will. There's if there's one thing that I've learned about Suarez is that not only is he going to make an impact on the field with this team, but yeah. he's going to make a huge impact off the field, especially with the younger guys. So when he spent his time at Nacional, when he was there for that one semester right before uh, the 2022 World Cup, he, um, yeah. you know, he he spent a lot of time mentoring the youngsters. There was a forward by the name of Brian Ocampo, who was actually a winger. Um he was having extreme like kind of psychological problems. Suarez took him under yeah. his, you know, under his wing. And after the six months with Suarez, the guy was sold to Cadiz. And he was one of the best players on Cadiz until he tore his ACL last year on the verge of making the national team. So I'm going to tell you that if Campapi sticks around, and I hope he does, because look, my wife is Ecuadorian, big Barcelona <laughs> sporting club fan. I love Campana. I was sitting behind Campana's family one night. Uh, yeah, Joker, I'm here, baby. Suarez is here. That means I'm here. You're gonna have to deal with that. It. Is so and good. If you don't baby. like it, if you don't like it, I'm gonna start biting people, bro. I'm gonna start biting people. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you, man, Suarez is gonna be a, just as good an impact off the field as he is on. You guys will see it. I promise you, Campana will flourish with Suarez next to him. He will. Well, I promise you. Uh, well, uh, we we asked you on obviously because you're a Suarez, uh, you know, stand, and uh, because and a huge Inter Miami fan as well. Eh. But um, he's a huge Luis Suarez stand. So, uh, but what I want to know is, I mean, I, I started finding out a lot more about this past season at Gremio, right? As we got closer to him coming over into Miami. But how has he been looking since he left Europe? Because once you leave Europe, you assume that your career is on a downward trajectory. So I want you to break down to me what you've noticed from Luis Suarez, your boy, once he left uh, Atletico Madrid, I think, was his last stop over there in Europe. That's right. That's right. But let, let, let's let's talk about Atletico Madrid really quick because I don't want to skip too far. Remember, okay, he go left for it. Barcelona extremely controversially, right? He left Barcelona controversially. You know, Messi was, you know, upset that his boy left. And where did he go? None other than the Madrid rivals, Atletico de Madrid. And what did he do in his first season there? He took them to win La Liga. He won La Liga for them. I don't know if you remember, but he had an unbelievable season where he scored a bunch of goals and great assists. Again, he has that. Then he got third place with them the next year. And then, again, like you said, he left Europe and he went to go play in Nacional. Now, why did he go play in Nacional? He had many different offers in Europe, um, some from the MLS. But why did he go to Nacional? He wanted to you know, play, live in Uruguay, be close to the national team and be 100% sure that he was going to be able to play and get ready for the World Cup. And that's basically what he did. He went over there and what did he do? He won the championship with Nacional. Look, the, the Uruguay League is not better than the MLS. I'm going to be the first one to tell you, yes, you can put that, you can cut it up and put it out there. Solana said the Uruguay League is not better than the MLS. I've changed my mind. But what Suarez did over there, like I said, is unbelievable. He just, he just made the country go absolutely nuts. One player made three and a half people, three and a half million people go nuts just by coming back to his home country and playing with the team that he grew up with. I mean, that's unbelievable. And then, well, that, that's a Brazil cool story. Year, but but how, before you jump to Brazil, as far as helping Nacional win the title, Nacional, my understanding, is one of the top teams in Uruguay. So there's a chance that they would win it without him. 
was he that much of an impact? Was he starting every game? I think that's my did my he make that question. big of a difference? Oh, right. he did. He did. He did. Oh, he did. He did. So he he started uh, thirteen games for Nacional that season. He played over a thousand minutes. He had six goals, three assists, two yellow cards. He scored. I don't know if how many people did he bite while he's over there. Zero. And that is the key part. I want to okay, make okay. sure that everybody understands that he has not bit anybody since he bit Chiellini. Look, again, a lot of people do not understand that in soccer, oh. if you've played at very high levels, things don't get say crazy. people bite each and other. I, don't say people bite each other. People not people might not bite each other. But, hey, I played, you know, I played college. I played play semi -pro. I've, I've, I've knocked some people in the nuts in a corner. I've, you know, I've got some people in the butt in a corner. Maybe stick your finger up the guys. But it happens. Man. <laughs> and what's the reaction? What's the reaction if you do that? The guy's going to want to stick you in the face. Maybe that's what, you know, Kelly probably said something to Suarez. You know, again, I'm not saying that what he did is correct. And I'm not supporting it. Biting is incorrect. You know, fighting with is well, incorrect. We'll, we'll keep Racism the fighting. Incorrect. We're going to get into that in, in a little bit. So, Uruguay, you said he had an impact. They won the championship, then went to Brazil. Break mm -hmm. down the Brazil state for us. Dude, Brazil, unbelievable, man. I mean, he played 53 total games for Gremio, a team that, if you guys don't remember, was in the B division in, in Brazil last year. So they now are in the A division. He played eight games for the Campeonato Gaucho, where he had five goals and three assists. Pretty good, huh? Then in the Serie, in the Serie A, he, he played 33 games where he had 17 goals and 11 assists. Actually, the actually one of only four players to to record double figure goals, double figure assists in the history of the Brazilian Cup. And I believe there's only a couple other players who have done that. Ronaldinho is one of them, and a couple other uh, players. So some big, you know, some big shoes there to to be in there. And then the Copa do Brasil, he played eight games, had two goals, three assists. Overall, he had 53 games played, 26 goals, 17 assists. 4,644 minutes, a goal or assist every 180 minutes. So basically a goal or assist every two games. If you guys can remember, how many goals did Gampapi, Borgelin, uh, Joseph Martinez, all of our nines that we had combined this year, how many did they score? Did they even come close to 26? I, I'm probably not. Probably not. And you know, what the, you know what the most fascinating part about Luis Suarez's stats are is that he has a lot of assists as a nine. So yeah, that absolutely. lends credence to what it is that you're saying that he's unselfish. You can place another striker with him, and I think that that kind of, and we'll probably get into it pretty soon. But yeah. I think that might lend into saying him and Kambabi are going to see some time together. Well, uh, we'll absolutely. definitely get into that now. Uh, just just to, to to put a bow on the Brazil state, he won Player of the Year. He did. Mm. He was when I looked back at the game logs for this past season. He was starting a lot of the games. So I want to know, there was a lot of talk about him possibly retiring because of his knees, but then he's putting in these 80, 90-minute performances. Yeah. What have you heard about his knees? Because honestly, when people criticize the signing, they criticize one, the age, and two, the knees. What do you have to say about the, the, the age and the knees? Look, man, he's, you know, he's in his late 30s. You know, I'm 38. I know how it is. You know, when you're playing, I still play every week. He's 36. The knees, are, the knees are rough, man. Look, he's obviously played a lot more games than I have in my career. And he came out and said it last week. He said, look, I have to basically inject myself before every game, uh, you know, with 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 Voltaren, which is like, a, you know, like an anti-inflammatory. Yes, every single game. And it's tough for him to play with his kids and stuff. But look, at the end of the day, he loves soccer. And he said it. He was going to retire with his best friend, Messi. They said it back when they were in Barcelona. So I've expected this since the day Messi signed with Miami. Um, you know, I tweeted about it back in May, June. 
Uh, and again, it's it's been my dream come true. I've never seen him play live, and I'm I have I'm so excited, dude. You have no like, I'm I'm going nuts right now. So no, I dude. bet. And look, I, I know a couple of Liverpool fans. Shout out to uh, Brighton and Cali from the Ma- Battered Marlins. They're huge Liverpool fans, and they were starting to get kind of sour on the whole season ticket holder situation with the increase in price. Once they heard Luis Suarez signed, they got really excited all over again because Liverpool fans love Luis Suarez from his stay over there where they almost won the the chip before uh, the Aguero famous goals at the end back in like 2012 or whenever it was. Uh, so, yeah, I get it. Luis Suarez is a big deal. And uh, I guess we let, let's go back in time just a little bit. I was one of the people that was personally saying I wasn't a fan of the signing. And this is before he signed, obviously, right? When there was the rumor starting at the beginning of this year, before we even got messy. Reason being, I don't like the guy personally. I just didn't like a lot of his antics. Now, for those of you that are, I I know if you're new to the channel and you followed Messi, you probably know all the Suarez. But there's a lot of people that have been with us for a while that maybe don't know the Suarez history. So Chris and I figured that maybe we would show you some of the stuff to kind of familiarize you guys with and then hebben Suarez and Bakal het nog met elkaar aan de stok gebaard Bakal Mike Tyson beet ooit Mike Tyson they compared him to het oor van een tegenstander af That's not bad that's not a bad name to be compared to Look at least at least he bites shoulders and not ears Oh my fault look I skipped the actual bite my fault here it is. Yeah, he bites Bakal. Oh my! And that was in just... front of the ref too. Tyson, yeah, no shame. No shame. That was his first fight. Uh, Let's go to the next one. Ivanovic is down, and Suarez is being spoken to about it. Look at this. Look at this right here. Boom! Oh my! Look at that. Something went on. <laughs> How about look my favorite part is when he calls for the penalty. Suarez does. He does exactly that. That is quite incredible and pretty disgusting. You know, in that whole yeah. incident, I think Branislav Ivanovic showed <laughs> admirable restraint. A clash inside the penalty right. area involving Kiyolini. Here Kialini. we have World Cup 2014. Suarez, Probably the most famous face. of all of them. What's Chiellini claiming here? Here, we here is again. Into the box. Here we go, here we go. Oh, oh my! Oh dear, dear, dear. Another look. There we go. It looks to me. And then I'll fast forward yeah, to I the biggest it. reason I disliked him. EPL game. The World Cup 2010. This is the biggest reason I had an issue with Luis Suarez right here. What a dramatic thing. There's a red card coming out as well. Well, there had to be drama right at the end here. And, uh, yeah, this was, this was rough to watch when it happened. Well, I mean, you could tell he really cared about not getting it in the goal. So. Oh, well, but obviously. And just to be clear, it looks like the other Uruguayan player is also going to block it with his hand. He just missed. Uh, Absolutely. So those are. <laughs> and the, and the craziest part is, and Solana's like absolutely like takes pride and <laughs> ownership of that. <laughs> well, they, they ended up 100%. going moving on to the World Cup because of that. Uh, yeah. So those are just some of the reasons as to why some people don't like Luis Suarez. I just don't like his antics, but. He is like one of those players that you really hate, but once he's yours, he's yours, and that's who he is. He's obviously passionate. I don't like the way he expresses his passion, but now that he's with us, F it. Go bite the, bite the Orlando mascot. Go bite, you know, uh, 
some of the Nashville players. Go buy Zimmerman. Like you're one of us now. Go buy whoever you want, and I'll support you. I I want to I want to mention something here because Rohan has been out here in these streets blazing everybody, like dropping dimes. So he mentions here, uh, Iguain isn't hated for anything but the World Cup final. Right, that's a dime. How does he, why, why is he why, I, I don't know, but I, I just I'm, I'm bringing up a good comment he made, and then here is another one Suarez is hated just because he constantly dunked on Real Madrid, and Dan couldn't handle that. 5 1. Oh, no, look, but but let me be very clear I don't give a crap what he did to Real Madrid. Like, I, I'm an inter Miami fan, like, this is what you have to understand. I think people that watch the show don't realize it because I not a lot of people that watch this show, whether they're inter Miami season ticket holders or just started coming over with Messi. You guys like Inter Miami right now, but like your real team is like over in Europe. Like Inter Miami is my squad. Like I don't give a fuck about what happens in Europe. Like those teams can go into extension and I wouldn't blink. Like I don't give a fuck about those teams. Inter Miami is my team. And Luis Suarez is now part of Inter Miami. So I'm all in on Luis Suarez. That's all I really care about is Drive Pink Stadium. So and uh, talk all the crap you want about Real Madrid. It doesn't bother me. And I want to mention something else, Solana. I'm sorry if you if I was going to step on you, but Joe Kerr said, Danny and Solana with stats. Chris, what's his FIFA card look like? It's a great <laughs> question that you asked, Joe, because here it is, baby. Woo, okay. 90 on shots. Love it. <laughs> no, that's an old card, so, though. That's, that is an uh, old card. That's an Aleti card. That's from so, the... Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, a, when you won the well, shit, that's the card that was for, uh, for FIFA 23. Um... Mm-hmm. Listen, okay. I'll take it. That means I came out in 2022 for sure. Yeah. Yes, I'll take that. Mm. All right. Uh, so let's get back onto the pitch. Luis you Suarez. Missed big, you, missed, you missed one of the big controversies with Luis Suarez. You missed that uh, one. Patrick huh? Evra. The Patrick uh, Evra. Pat, the Patrice Evra one. Yeah. Where, where, where well, he, okay. I want you to. There. I, I didn't know about that until you told me about it a couple months ago. So if you mm-hmm. want, please dive into yeah. that because I wasn't I wasn't aware of that until you told me about it a couple of months ago. Yeah, absolutely. So when when he was playing on Liverpool and Patrice was on Manchester United, they played one of the games, and you know during the game he yelled apparently "negro de mierda" to him, and that was taken as racism. I mean, understandably, hundred percent, hundred percent. What he said, what he said is not right. What he said is not right, but. Again, you have to understand, like, you're playing a game in Uruguay. It's heated. I don't know, man. Like, I've said worse things just... on the pitch. I've said worse things on the pitch. I mean, it, it just happens, oh. you know. It, it's part of the game. Uh, not going to lie to you, Solana. You're probably better off just not saying anything about this controversy if you're going to uh, say you said worse shit on the pitch. Like, we just should have just glossed right over that if you said worse than that on the pitch. That's Keep pretty going, bad. <laughs> I mean, I under- look, bad. I understand. I understand the, the, the competitive juices. Look, the competitive juices get flowing. Um, but I mean, there's just some, some things that some players shouldn't say. And I think, uh, I think he made a little bit of a dangerous decision bringing something like that up. I mean, hey, look, I at, like, look at what happened. I like this Rohan. I like Rohan, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Rohan, Rohan is the man. Well, uh, Kalini unfortunately retired way too early because I would have loved to see him. And I don't think Suarez would have been going out to really bite him again, but I would have loved to see them match up against each other in the box. You heard yeah. after the after the World Cup, you heard Kellini come out and they asked him. They're like, "Yo, like, should he be suspended for for, for how long he got the suspension?" He said no. He said no. He said it's part mm-hmm. of the game. He understood. Obviously, he doesn't support it, but you understand it's a, it's a heat of the moment thing. Who knows what Kellini might have said to him the first seventy minutes before he did that? You know, yeah. maybe Dude. he was talking about his mom, his sister. I think, but I think it's so weird. 
it's so weird that he choose like that's his go-to is the bite. Like not not his Why, fist, well, not Why do you think he never slap, got braces, a, a retainer, a night guard? Because he yeah, needs he's, those teeth, man. He's got a grill on him for sure. He's he got a fucking teeth, grill. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, you should see the shirt we're cooking up for him. He's got a grill on him. Ooh, All right. Uh, so now I was going to ask you, as far as international duty, has he been playing uh, regularly with the Uruguay national team? No, no. He, ha- he has not. No. So he, he didn't get called up the first two uh, match, uh, match dates. But he mm-hmm. got called up the last match date. He didn't play against Argentina, but he did get some minutes against Bolivia. Um, and honestly, I think you know I don't know what to think about the time on his, of his national, you know, on the national team. I think his time is over. Um, you know, I thought his time was over after the World Cup. I was actually a little bit excited for Bielsa to move on with, with the team and and not call him or Cavani or Muslera, any of basically you know any of that that golden generation, I guess if you want to call it. Um, but he decided to call Suarez and look, he, he deserved it. The way he's been playing in Brazil, he deserved a call up. He is probably right now the second best number nine, you know, in the national team of, of Uruguay. And until he gets proven, you know, otherwise he needs to continue to be called up. So look, I think he's going to continue to be called up. He might end up playing the Copa America. And I think that might be his last tournament, but we'll, we'll see how the season goes. Again, it all depends on how it goes with Inter Miami, if he's injured, you know, and how all that well, goes, right? The biggest reason I ask is because on this schedule, there's going to be, uh, well, actually, let me uh, correct myself because when I made this, I incorrectly put that June 20th, or I'm sorry, July 20th was the final for the Copa America and it's mm-hmm. July 14th. Uh, but there's going to be like five games that were without Messi and whoever else is up in the Copa America. So what I want to know is, is Luis Suarez also going to be missing time because he'll probably be up playing for the Copa America? You know, I'm, I'm, I honestly, I don't know. Like I said, it's he's been a little irregular in Bielsa's lineup. So like I said, he didn't call him the first two match days. Or sorry, the first the first two fechas. He did call him the third fecha FIFA. And right. I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see what he does in March. In March, you know, we have another Fecha FIFA. We'll see if he calls him. And then they have the friendlies in June. And then they go into the Copa America. So I think it's all going to depend on, you know, Luis Suarez's form. How is he playing, you know, you know, with Inter Miami? Does he look in form? Does he not? And if he does, look, it's a very, very highly, you know, highly likely that he gets called up to the national team. That sucks. I, I mean, I, it's good for him. I get it. But I, it sucks because I would really like him to carry us throughout that month because we're going to need a lot of help because we're going to be uh, depleted. You know, I, and, and, I, yeah, go ahead. Just, yeah. Go ahead, Solano. No, no, go I, ahead. I don't want to. I was going to say that was one of the big things that I noticed on social media. Folks complaining about the, the roster that we're, you know, the Inter Miami is putting together is that, hey, on those FIFA match days, the, you know, the team is going to be completely depleted depending on who they get because a lot of national team players are on the squad. So, it's going to be really interesting to see what Tata Martino does when a Suarez, Messi, you know, you're still going to have Busquets because he's retired from the national right, team. Jordi Alba also. Right. But the, the yeah. younger guys, Kremaki, well, Kremaki, he gonna be called up? No, nah, he's not going to be called up. You, you don't know, man. I, you don't know. Nah. Well, he's going to play for the U23 uh, men's team now in the, in the, the Olympic qualifier. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, if, yeah. if, if he balls out, you, that's what I'm saying. You just don't know. There, there's yeah. there's eight months until the Copa America, or, or sorry, six months until the Copa America now. Anything can happen in these six months. It depends on who's playing good, who's not. Um, you know, what I have heard is that this might be Messi's last tournament. Um, there's rumors that he might retire after the Copa America. Um, and and if from the national team as well. And, and and I think if that happens, Suarez does as well. I think they do it together. Um, it would be actually really cool if Uruguay played Argentina in the final in Miami. 
um, and then they retired together. But that w- that's my dream, right? So we'll see if that happens. One dream by the time. way, uh, by the way, everybody's wondering about the FIFA card. Luis Suarez doesn't even have a FIFA card in, he the, doesn't. in the new EAFC. He, he's not in so. this in this uh, in this year's. I'm sure with the January uh, update, they'll add him as a player oh, of Inter Miami. Sure. But um, okay, so let's play a little game with you, Chris, real quick. Overall rating, what do you think? What was the last card he has with 89? Was that that you popped up? It was there? like an 88. Let me go back to that real quick. So it it'll drop like down a little bit, probably. So what are you guessing? Look at those choppers. Jesus. Yeah, you know, look at that. That I mean shit. No, um it's probably gonna be like an 83, 84. I'm guessing like right? 85, yeah. They're gonna drop I mean, like the speed. Player a of the bit. year in Brazil. That's that's a big deal. It is. It is one of the only let, internationals let, to ever win it. Let let that's, that's impressive. Let's completely take away the fact that we know who Luis Suarez is oh, and the history man. of his career, right? Look, look at me, 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 oh, me M. M. It's just... let, let's completely take away that, right? And just a player, if we found out that Inter Miami had just signed the player of the year in the Brazilian league, could you imagine how hyped we would be? That's what we're getting. Like, I get that he's older. But to win that award, that's a big deal. Like, and and let's let, we're let's, getting let's not forget what hell of a player, against, right? Let's not forget who he was up against. Edric, Edric, yeah, Edric, yeah. who who just signed with Real Madrid for I don't know how many hundreds of million dollars. So I mean, and, and this kid is seventeen years old, Edric, right? Sixteen, seventeen yeah. years old, he's, he's, and all he's, that. So he reports to Real Madrid next summer. So I mean, that that's absolutely nuts. A thirty-six-year-old just went head to head with a seventeen-year-old Joker. Love you, bro. I got, I got this. I got the stats, man. No, he's Dude, done was, worse. He's done worse, apparently. I was a dirty he's, ass player, man. Look, I got suspended in high school. I got suspended in high school, and then we can we can leave this here. But I got suspended in high school for six weeks because I got a red card for mouthing off the ref, and then I mooned him on the way out of the field. So, <laughs> so there's That's phenomenal. Very nice. Your, you know, nice. And, and I went to, I went to private school, so that, you know, I mean, you, you could imagine how you know the private school league how it was. So, oh my dude, goodness. Man, um, you know, I was I was rough back in the day, man. I had a lot of issues with uh, with mouthing off to referees and players, and uh, I can you know, see I've, it. You I've still mouth off on Twitter all the time, all the time, man. I got an issue, yeah, so I can see. I, it. I think I think I set the record in my freshman year of high school for most red cards for a, a Miami Dade's uh, like soccer player. Um, and I don't know if that I work, has ever I been work broken. for the, I work for the school district. I'm going to look into this now because absolutely this, this look would, it up. This would be awesome if I find that. I'm going to screenshot that. And I'm gonna post it because that would be quite the stat to have. I mean, it's unbelievable. So I don't know if anybody's <laughs> broken it yet, but I can tell you in my freshman year of high school, I got I think it was nine or ten red cards, and then I was suspended for the rest of the season. Very nice. Very nice. I, I, I want to mention a couple of things. Like real a true quick. Uruguayan. <laughs> exactly. Nikhil is mentioning who is gonna score more sco- most goals in 2024. He believes it's gonna be Suarez. He understands Messi like no one else. I I, okay. I, I can kind of see I, that. Well, uh, okay, so let's get into that because this, I mean, obviously there's other things to talk about as far as on the pitch. <clears throat> so let's start with starting. <clears throat> we were talking about it last episode. I'm so sorry. Well, we're, and, we're, and we're, while, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, while you sorry. do that, yeah, GFR is mentioning that there's no way you work in uh, MDCP, CPS. I do. And I do. so, and I want you guys to understand something because Rohan mentioned a comment. I want to get to it because he says they live in the past. It's no wonder MLS is taking its own time to catch up. Someone mentioned here the last time that he bit someone was 2014, right? It was. I feel, 
I feel like little by little, um, I feel like things are going to be acceptable, I guess. Let me tell you the something. The fans are going to embrace him. My wife, because my wife, for those of you that don't know, we have batteredfans.com. We sell all the shirts and everything. My wife is the artist behind it. And I told her last month, Luis Suarez, we got to start working on some Luis Suarez artwork. I told her about the celebration, right? The fingers. Yeah. And, and I told her the, the story behind the celebration. She fell in love with the guy. Because for those of you that don't know, he starts off by kissing his ring finger for his wife. Then he kisses his wrist because he has a tattoo of his kids' names. And then he does a kiss like this for his wife and his two kids. And if anybody's wondering why I have pink nails, my daughter. I'm a girl dad, by the way. So Three kids. That's why. Three kids. Oh, three kids. Three okay. Kids. So, so it's for the three kids. Okay. That's right. So um, so she fell in love with the celebration. Really cool story. So maybe he's redeeming himself. Maybe he doesn't want to bite people in front of his kids anymore. I don't know. But um, what I was going to uh, ask you, we were talking about it last episode. 34 regular season games with all the cups. If you make it to the final, right? Which is a long shot. You probably won't. But let's say hypothetically, you make it to the final of every tournament that you're in, plus the regular season games. That's 54 games. And then you add in possible playoffs, which would be three games in the first round. That's 57 games. I don't know, 60, 61 plus games. How many of those games could you expect? That's a lot of fucking games to play when you're on bad knees and you're injecting yourself before every game. Like a lot of people saying, oh, poor Campana, poor Campana. I think Luis Suarez is going to be a super sub in a lot of those games. What do you think, Solana? I don't think so. Remember, he just came off of, of a campaign with Gremio where he played 53 games this year. And I think you're going to see him play, you know, a good 30 to 40 games, uh, you know, with Inter Miami, as long as he doesn't get injured. If he's Sorry, able to mean. stay somewhat healthy, correct. If he's able to stay somewhat healthy, I would expect him to start alongside Messi probably almost every game that they're available. Why? Just like, uh, you know, our, our boys said in the in the chat. I mean, they have a, a just an understanding with each other. It's just this chemistry. I don't know, man. I don't know if I should call them butt buddies or not. I mean, but they love each other. But they, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they develop it's this cool. chemistry. That it's, just, it's just undeniable. And, and, and going back to who, who they think is going to score the most goals, I don't think it's going to be Suarez. I actually think it's going to be Messi. And why? Because we go back to Suarez's assist. Suarez sets him up. Back, yeah. If you go back to, you know, when they played in Barcelona, and I saw somebody mention the MSN, the Messi, Suarez, Neymar, if you go back to that, I mean, look at Suarez. He was I don't think he was ever the leading goal scorer ever on, the, on any of those Barcelona teams, but I think he led the teams in assists one or two years. So I have to go back and double-check those stats. But, I mean, you can see how unselfish of a player he is. And I think – I'm going to give you – go ahead. I'm going to say, I, I think when he plays with Campana up top, like maybe when Messi doesn't play, they'll put two nines, Campana and him up top, and you know we'll, we'll see what happens. And I think Campana is going to be unbelievable, and I think you can see that from uh, Suarez's partnership with Cavani on the national team. Cavani, I would say he's very similar, you know, to to Campana, to Campana in terms of his stature, his physique, the type of of game he plays. Maybe Cavani has a little bit, you know, is a little bit faster, or whatever. But in terms of there are nine in the box, and, and I think again. You saw Suarez and, and Cavani, their whole national team career. I mean, they've played unbelievable together. So I don't think, you know, there's no doubt that he can't do the same with Campana next year. So I think Campana, like you said, I don't think Suarez is going to be a super sub, but I think Campana is going to benefit a lot from Suarez playing together. Um, and again, I think Messi is going to lead the team in goals. That's my opinion. What I, what When I picture Suarez, for those of you that are Inter-Miami fans and have been Inter-Miami fans for the last at least the last year, what I picture Suarez is like peak Campana, and peak Joseph Martinez had a baby. And they birthed a player like Suarez, right? Because we loved Campana 
back to the goal. He can create his own goals. He's a finisher. We love Joseph Martinez because he's a lot more technical, and he'll find the open space for a tap-in. He'll put himself in a position to receive a good pass to get that tap-in. Suarez does both. And that's why Suarez is one of the greatest nines of all time. You remember that, that beautiful little assist that, um, that Joseph had to Messi inside the box where he got it and he like did a little flick over to Messi and Messi finished mm -hmm. it? That's the type of stuff that you're going to see Suarez doing all the time. And then if you think about the Cincinnati U.S. Open Cup semifinal where Messi had, I think it was two crosses to Campana that he finished with his head inside the box, Suarez gives you all of that. Him and Messi are going to be so fun to watch. And Chris and I luckily have front row seats to it with our seats right behind the goal. I'm really looking forward to it. And it's going to be like, even if you were like me and you hated on Suarez for the last, what, 13, 14 years since he got to, to wherever the hell, uh, Ajax and then Liverpool, and you didn't want this to happen, jump on board because he's with us now. Whether you like him or not, don't forget about the past. He's with us now. If he bites somebody, if he bites the Orlando mascot, we're not going to be upset about it. I'm not going to get upset about it. Hell no. Whatever the hell you want. He's going to help us win, and he's going to play some beautiful football, and we're going to be really happy to it. So I'm all for it. Let, let's go. The new number nine. What number do you think uh, Campana wears now, uh, Chris? Uh, I think he's probably going to end up getting what? like the, Oh, Joe Kerr asked the same question. Yeah, Joe Kerr asked the same question. He's asking what number is he going to be taking. I was going to say the – the Lasseter number, I think Lasseter had eleven. So the, the numbers he's had, no, the numbers he's had in the past. So I was just about to played, look that up. Huh? Yeah, he played for when he played in Barcelona Sporting Club in Guayaquil. He played with number fifty-two. He played with number okay. nineteen, and then he was transferred to Wolverhampton to Wolves. Played with number thirty, and then he had one season in Portugal where he played with number thirteen, and then he had one season with the Grasshopper Club in Zurich. Uh, where he wore number 19. So a lot of numbers, interesting. 19. He wore number 19 twice. So Yeah, number we'll 30 see. is Kremakis. Kremaki has 30. So I, I, my money's on 19. 19. He wore Yeah, but doesn't have Robbie clubs. Robinson have 19? Bro, really? Are you seriously bringing that up? Who? I mean, I, I'm just asking the question. Doesn't he wear 19? Who? Yeah, of I course. I know. I know. Still on the team? Is he still on the team? I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, listen, I don't know about you, but Luis Suarez is going to have to compete with getting some minutes from Emerson Rodriguez. Let's not even play around here. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I mean, I mean, absolutely. Is he even coming back from uh, from Santos Laguna on his, on his loan? Yeah. Yeah. yeah what, they didn't what's want going on with that? They didn't want him. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, we're, we're, I think they're hoping that somebody else takes him, but as of right now, he's a Miami player. Yeah, the thing is that the coach at, at Santos Laguna is a Uruguayan guy. It's Pablo Repeto. He used to be the coach at Nacional. So he, he probably has good eyes. He didn't want Emerson. So I'm sorry, guys. You know. And no, GFR's don't apologize to me. I don't want that guy either. <laughs> and GFR is mentioning Farias has uh, number 11. So that's that's out of the question. No, it's so. going to be 19. Robbie Glass, I think is, well. If Robbie Glass is still on the team, he's going to have to give it up. It's going to be number 19. Unless he goes Absolutely. to 52, which is pretty cool because – I can't think of any player hey, that's ever had. He might, he might wear seven. He wears seven for the national team, so he might wear seven. Seven is Mota. Oh. So if Mota's no longer here, he could wear Mota. Yeah. Interesting, huh? <clears throat> Although yeah. I've, I've heard I've heard the Inter Miami is trying to sell Gregory, um, and, and and Mota is a, is a maybe to come back. So we'll see. Oh. I want to mention something, Danny, real quickly, because uh, Tank is mentioning if Jordy should become our left wing and Negri start at left back. I want to talk about that in a minute. 
But I'll tell you one thing. A lot of people are missing the fact that Sergio Busquets is a hell of a fucking passer. And the fact of the matter is, is that nobody is paying attention to, the, to, to Messi being this like shiny object in the middle of the pitch. And everybody's going to be distracted by him. Luis Suarez is going to find lanes to be able to just score goals, even from connecting with Busquets. Could you imagine Robert Taylor? Look, on this show, <clears throat> what's, what's Robert Taylor's uh, nickname? Uh, on this show, baby, it's fucking uh, Neymar Light. Neymar Light. We're going to have Messi oh, on the right. MSN Light. Swire, and then we have Neymar Light out on the left. MSN or, Light. Uh, or look, if, if Faria ends up taking Robert Taylor's spot, which probably is going to happen, he could be Neymar Light Part 2. Like, this is going to be really fun. I'm really excited for this upcoming season. Uh, I, I guess the next question is... Messi's 36, Suarez turns 37 next month, Busquets is 35, Jordi Alba's 34. How often do you think we see all four of them play? Let's say out of let's say out of 50 games. Let's just put 50 uh, a number 50 out there. Out of 50 games, how many do they play together? Would you say? Let's let's throw a number out there, Solana. Uh, with a full with a full that. training camp, with a full training camp offseason. Um, and you know, saying that they don't miss games due to you know international, I would say they'll probably play at least sixty percent of the games together. Sixty. Yeah. So if you're saying fifty-three, you're talking about thirty-something games. Like thirty-something. Yeah. I mean, Sean Callahan's saying the same thing. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Uh, GFR is mentioning twenty-five. 25. Ash Freedom is mentioning twenty-five. Uh, you know, and I think that's I, I think fair. That every, yeah. I think somewhere between 30 to 35 games is a, a pretty fair number to ask your top four players to play games in. Right. There's, oh, yeah. there's I mean, 30 something games in the MLS season, right? 30 something games. 34. Plus 34. Plus you got US Open Cup and League Cup. So you have to imagine League Cup and Champions most, Cup, which is the priority. Yeah. CCL, they're going to all play for sure. Yeah, for and, sure. And, and League Cup, I would assume that they would all play for sure. So let's say Probably. those games for sure. And then you have to look at the MLS schedule and the national team schedule and see. What games are they going to miss? What games are they going to not? And I think that's what it's going to be. And it's again, as long as they stay healthy, they're going to play. They're going to play. So, and Spider Pig's mentioning 35 40. Mike V, I believe, is saying 50%. Um, and Tank, you're putting way too much faith in this kid, Farias. He's about to get on fucking Gomez level with me. Okay. Nah, get easy, him out of here. Easy. I know, man. Easy. No but, way. But yes, I, I, he had a rough end to the season. The last. Three or four get him games. out. He had a rough go. I'll give you that. But League's Cup and the first couple games after the League's Cup, out. he looked great. When I was watching him, I was thinking to myself, "This where's kid, Emerson?" What people would be no people would be talking about him like they were talking about this kid Almada from Atlanta, where they're like, "Oh wow, who is this kid? He's going to be going to Europe in a year or two. That's what I felt like they would be talking about uh, Farias in that month span. When he first got here, and I think he's gonna get back to that, especially with all, all the um, the 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 Messi and Suarez knowledge that's gonna be going out there. Like, come on, man, Farias is gonna be a baller. Hey, I'll tell you this, man. So Farias, and I think the issue that happened with him towards the end of the season is very similar to what happened at Kremaski. They both got called to the national team, and I think they both got called to the national team because of the Messi. You know, they they, they, were, they played with Messi, and right. Messi made them look good. Right. And I think that that maybe got into their head and kind of messed with them towards the end of the season because they both 
if you noticed, after League Cup, they both, both of their plays kind of dropped towards the end of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and that kind of hurt us in the, you know, the U.S. Open Cup final. That hurt us towards the end of the season in, in terms of getting to the playoffs and all that. So, look, man, Farias, I think, is an absolute stud. I saw him playing when he was in Argentina. Um, I think he's I think he's unbelievable. I think That's Gomez awesome. might have come a little overrated. But I think what he needs is to get is to no, he needs to get accustomed to the league. The Paraguayan league is very, very different to what the MLS is. Very physical. The MLS is very physical. Exactly. The MLS it demands a lot more uh, I would say speed, uh, just a lot more physicality. You need to be more in shape. You know, in the Paraguayan league and the Uruguayan league, you don't have to be as in much shape. It's a lot slower, a lot, you know, stack, you know, play five in the back or four stacked in the back, and you kind of play kickball. So MLS is not turning. It's not like that anymore. MLS is a lot more physical. It's more kick and run. It's more kind of the the English style, uh, more vertical, I would like to say. But I want to mention something because uh, if anything, Gomez to me looks like a super aggressive player. So like, I'm not going to sit here and say that he is, you know what, Alejandro, get up on a screen. All right. (laughs) Take up a little square. So you and I could be able, I could destroy you here live. Okay. Yeah, well, th- th- right? that's our unofficial stat guy. He refuses to come on, but we want him to be our our, our stat guy. You get out of here, just like Farias Handro. Get out. <laughs> oh, and, okay. Hey, and hey, hey, Don Cafecito mentioned that it won't be for real until Suarez has takes a sip of a cafecito. But let's remind Don Cafecito that Suarez does not drink coffee. Suarez is all about the mate. So I cannot wait to watch all the players walk out of the you know out of the little bus with their the little, little thermo right here and their mate. How amazing is that? Come on. <laughs> all I'm all I'm saying is that with go, going back to Gomez, uh, he seemed like the kind of player that actually might match well with the MLS because he was super aggressive, super speedy, wanting to get physically involved with the opposing players. But I don't know, man. I just don't see a really good offensive-minded or offensively skilled player. And I think that now that we have Gregory and we have Mota back, I don't know how much of a use he's going to have. My issue with Gomez is that I felt like he was a little um, reckless. He was a little reckless when he was defending, winning his tackles. I felt Uh like he was reckless with the ball at his feet, turning the ball over constantly. There were a couple of gimme shots that he just would sail. So we got Mota for uh, and David Ruiz. Get so, out of here! No, don't, 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 don't talk bad about David Ruiz. David Ruiz. No, for, not David Ruiz. For, I'm saying uh, Gomez. Get out of here. We already got oh, people for Gomez. Get him uh, out. No, Farias, man. No, no, back. No. Get him out. You got, you got to give him another year. I think that he's he's gonna play much better this year. He's gonna be well within himself. I think. Uh, but he did look like. Uh, well, I was just about to say exactly this right before I just passed. So I popped up. He he looked like he was running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Like. He was just so radic. So everybody's like, he's box to box. Yeah, he is box to box. He's just bouncing back and forth, though, like erratically box to box. Like, he, I thought he was a little reckless. And Kremaki, towards the end of the season, I thought was turning the ball over a lot more. But the midfield is definitely our weakness right now, right? Because forwards, I think we're set. Defensively, if we really add Gressel, I, I would like to add another center back. Miles Robinson would be my dream. But I, I don't think the center backs are that bad either. I think the issue is midfield. And, and let me tell you why I think that, Solana. The reason I think Tata likes to play aggressive. That back line plays very high. 
So I don't think the center backs are as bad as everybody thinks. I think is that the midfield loses the ball so much that we constantly get caught, caught on counterattacks. If we had better technical players that wouldn't turn the ball over as much, our defense wouldn't look as bad as it does. That's what I think. I don't know. I, I, I disagree. I think I think really the back line is probably the biggest weakness. Um, I don't think Kristoff is as advertised. Uh, well, he didn't really come. You know, he wasn't gonna, my favorite anyways. Start, yeah, he shouldn't start. Um, I do like Toto Aviles. Um, yeah. I liked how he played, you know, with, what with, about the, Kamal Miller? with the with the Argent with the Argentine national team. Um, I liked Kamal Miller for what I saw last year, but I think he needs to lose maybe 10 pounds, man. I'm not gonna lie. And, and again, I'm not I'm not talking shit about him, but well, let's again, take him over outsider, to take him to the Kaseya Center, a little heat that's culture. Some body fat training. We gotta get him trained, we gotta get him trained with Hazem. I'm glad you mentioned it because the heat won tonight, 122 to 113. So I appreciate it. I know we're on another show together. No, 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 no. Us, we gotta shout it out anyway. If anybody here out, is but... is a, a Miami Heat fan. Battered Heat fans, Thursday nights, 10 o'clock. Come join us. We talk Heat basketball. So quick little plug there. But uh, yeah, I can, see, I can see him trying to lose a little weight. I get that. But again, and, and for the record, for the most part, I thought he got back defensively pretty well considering his size. He was hustling Definitely. back often. Definitely. But he's not, he's not the, the center back that you want to be like your sweeper. And I think that's what maybe Kristoff no. was trying to be. Maybe Kamal Miller was a little bit ahead of him in terms of, of where it was. But I really think we need to get rid of Kristoff. We need another center back who's Absolutely. like maybe somebody who's uh, maybe an MLS vet, somebody who's been in the MLS for a super long time because, Miles Robinson. Uh, you know, thought, I mean, I, I wish, man, I wish. But I, I mean, I think that's a pipe dream con considering if we get Gressel. Um, and, and Gressel to me, Gressel to me would be the signing of the offseason, FYI, yes, because I think Yedlin is no good for this team. I don't think Yedlin fits Tata Martino's scheme in terms of what he's looking for. So Gressel for me would be the signing of the offseason for this team if they get it done. I wonder if Franco Negri would be willing to play right back instead of playing left back. No, because then you'd so. be able to have Negri play, play no. right back and then have Alba play left back. He's not going to contribute uh, offensively like well, he did on the left side, on the right. No, but what you might see, what you might, <laughs> Steve Munoz, I still hate Ukrainians. No, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't hate the Ukrainians. I just don't like. I don't. I don't think Kristoff is that great. And let me, you know, about the Ukrainians, Mudrik over in Chelsea is kind of garbage too. So maybe and, and I don't no, like no, the no, Ukrainians. But, maybe you're right. But <laughs> let, let's be very clear though. And I've said this on the show before. If Kristoff was playing for Nashville, he would be the defensive player of the oh, year. Oh, he'd be great because what the. With the defense that they play, Zimmerman wins it like every year. I promise you, Zimmerman on Inter Miami would look horrible. It, yeah, it, it's Kristoff, his positioning, the way that unfortunately Inter Miami plays, it doesn't suit him because he can't play on the counter or, or defend the counter as much as a Miles exactly. Robinson, a Toto Aviles. So definitely the the scheme doesn't fit the player in this case. But I would, I'm just gonna defend Kristoff because you're shitting on Ukrainians and Kristoff, and I think that he just. We just chose the, the wrong team. Maybe with Neville, the it worked a little system. better. But without that, it's not, it's not working for him. Maybe he should go to Portland. You know, speaking about Portland, you know, why are we not playing Portland this year? How did the MLS, yeah, MLS messed up so big, big on that? How could, I mean, Portland in Miami, opening night, that would have been the game. I mean, Neville back in his backyard facing Suarez, <laughs> facing But nobody cares Messi, about Neville. Beckham. Outside of Chris, nobody really cares about Neville. Like that's not a story. I do, I do. I'm, I'm. You know, he disrespected me, and he never apologized. So, uh, you know, it's all good. <laughs> he, he did. He, he, like, he, he only apologized to like Franco. He, did Franco. he didn't apologize to me. Yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, he did. 
Yeah, he did. Yeah. I just didn't tape it. Like I just didn't tape it like he did. But I, I asked a similar question, and he uh, he told me that I uh, what I disrespected him, and how the how 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 dare I ask him a question like that? Come on, man. So get out of here, Neville. Bro, I, I want to yeah, get out. You, you want you want a hot take? Portland's missing the playoffs this year. Hot take. Boom. Did they miss the playoffs Ooh. last year? I don't even know. Yeah, they missed the playoffs. Yeah, last they year. missed it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, then that's not a hot take. They suck. Nah, bro. They might finish last. With that's Neville. a lazy take. That's a lazy take. Uh, get out of here. Let's, hot take. Let, let, let's chill out a little bit, Dennis. Let's chill out. Okay. <laughs> I agree. All I right. agree with Dennis, man. I agree. He's gonna kick him right. up in Portland. I, I do want to mention this real quick before you move on, Danny. Tank just mentioned a comment that I haven't really considered. We need a second goalkeeper. Keep pushing Drake to keep improving. Uh, you know, he wants I to never be on really the U.S. men's national team. I don't think I think he'll self-motivate himself because he wants to be the starter eventually on the U.S. men's national team. I don't think that he needs any motivation. I do think it would be interesting to bring in a veteran goalkeeper, though, because we only not the have hair. no, not not the hair. But we only have CJ Dos Santos back there. And and the, the time that he got, he looked a little shaky last year. So I would be interested uh in, you know, if interested if, if they would bring in a veteran, you know, just a backup. Um yeah. but you I mean, know, but we'll, we we'll had see. that with uh we had that before with uh what's this guy? I'll say Nick Marsman. I mean, yeah, Nick Marsman like was like veteran. the highest paid backup in the league. Like we did come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, right. absolutely. But he's the veteranish sort of player that kind of gave him a run for his money. And Steve I, I do want to. Are you? I I want to clarify this. Are you wearing chancletas and shorts right now? I, th Solana? I think he meant when he was interviewing Neville. Oh, I know, I know. But I, I had to come. Okay. I had to confirm that right now. Okay, okay. Chancletas. Yes, he is. He is. Oh, oh no, he's got the ugly Jesus. ones too. You got the oh, Jesus pieces, bro. Come on, man. Oh my God. Hey, I, I got the Birkenstocks, those. baby. Yeah, bro, what are you I doing? Get some so slides, much. bro. Nah, oh, they're right. slides. They're slides. They're are slides. They just got two. Nineteen ninety-one, I, I hate those. Look at that. Remember, bro. I'm thirty-eight years old. I, 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 I'll show off mine also. See, I don't. I don't oh, I, I like don't those. I like those. Yeah, those are nice. I those are nice. Every randomly throws. Everyone. Uh huh. I'm sorry, Danny. Listen, guys, everybody should just do a, a like, a thumbs up, subscribe just because Solana premiered his, his Jesus. Nah, his I'm not going to lie. I think we lost some viewership. Don't nobody want to see that. Those Jesus. Yeah. I don't even know what those. Hey, and just, and just um, to be clear, you know, Don Capacito. The, the Erwin go. No, no, but I did go. I did go to the, you know, to the press conferences in shorts, not chancletas. Just clear it up. But I've I've gotten better now. I'm going in pants. I'm going in polos, and and nice jackets. So I'm I'm going for the Franco look. I'm trying to be a little bit more like Franco, you know. I but now you got. But you know what? Franco's stuff. got that real cute comb over. Like you gotta, you gotta. I work got it on too, that. man. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Ah, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can work on nah. that. On that. I need I, that. You gotta hit on Franco because Franco's got. Franco's is pristine for sure. Sean. <laughs> This is what a thumbs down episode. Damn. Absolutely. I'm this on it. It's always a thumbs down when I'm on it, man. <laughs> nah, Tommy one time is still the worst. All right. Episode <laughs> 98 will live in infamy. Um, before I, I go in, because I do want to have a couple predictions, just for fun to see what you guys predict. I did want to touch on just one quick thing. I've said Nashville is our biggest rival. Came in together, first playoff game against each other, first final against each other. We're going to play them in, uh, for our first ever uh, Champions Cup game, probably, right, if, if they beat the Dominican team. I think that that's all right. 
I haven't heard a peep about from any Nashville fan talking crap about today's signing. But for some reason, Orlando fans all over the place. Orlando, we don't give a fuck about you guys anymore. You yeah. guys are beneath us. Keep talking up to us. We're not going to look at you anymore. We don't care about you. You are beneath us. Nashville is what we worry about. But I, I thought it was cute that they kept just throwing jabs and nobody really cares. So I just wanted to put that out there real quick because uh, Nashville is, is who we care about beating right now. Uh, Orlando just wants to be like us. So I feel bad for them. But, you know, it is what it is. So now moving on. Prediction. Didn't Orlando say that they were built, not bought? But, I mean, they had players like uh, Kaka, who was bought. They had players like uh, oh, Nani. Roberto Nani, who was bought. Yeah. Mauricio Pereira, Uruguayan, yeah. who was bought, who actually Facundo. has to be let out of his contract so he can go back to Nacional. He signed last week with Nacional. Interesting, huh? He wanted to leave Orlando to go back to Uruguay and make less money. Uh, interesting. I wonder what's going on in Orlando. Yeah, and they got I, Facundo Torres over there. Cesar and they were, they were looking into Luis Suarez also before he, because I know you brought up that uh, uh, Suarez, look, Suarez was never going to go there, bro. He's I know, not but go to a Mickey Mouse Town, bro. Remember, you said before he went to Nacional, MLS showed interest. That was one of the teams that was showing interest, but they couldn't pull it in. They want to be like us, but always. But but you guys are down here. We don't even bother talking about you anymore. Like that's it. Like it's over. The only reason we ever talk about Orlando, at least in my household, is if I'm going to the parks. That's that's it. That's it. So I feel bad for them because they're going to be talking to a wall now because we don't care about you guys. You're beneath us now. All right. So moving on. Predictions. I'll start with Chris. What does this look like formation-wise? And then how many goals do you think we – do you think – okay. Formation – do we see Campana play with Suarez at all? And how many goals does Suarez end up with? Three quick questions. I I do see him playing with Campana because okay. the way that the way that, that Suarez plays just historically, you could tell that other strikers play pretty well with him. I do see a formation with two at the top. So I don't know if it would work out with like a four four two or like a five five three two or like some funky sort of thing there, you know? Uh and I think that he is going to at least get the same amount of goals that you predicted that Joseph and Campana were going to get this year, which were what? I think it was like 20. 30 combined. Yeah, 30 combined was like 15 apiece. So I think yeah. he can get up to 30 combined this year. Nah. With Campana? No, no, no. I, okay. Yeah, no. With Campana, for sure, they're going to get to 30. But I think without Campana just himself, I probably think that he's going to get somewhere between like – 18 to 23. That's a solid season. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be... I think that he's going to blow the fucking roof out of this fucking league, to be honest, because everybody's expecting him to just get on the field and then just crumble like a block, like a box of Legos. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. You're yeah. not sitting in the corners, guys. This is... This is... This is... Again, Luis Look, Suarez, I, he's a fucking I'll player. Give, I'll give you a real hot take. Solana said the highest hot take was Portland not making the playoffs. That wasn't a hot take at all. But I'll give you a real hot take. Luis Suarez, first regular season game against Ross Salt Lake, he has a brace. Oof, I think he oof. starts the season with a brace. Oh, my God. But you're going to make me cry already. No, I we so still got two yeah. months. We got two months before the season. Know, you're going to make me I, start I crying? I can't wait, man. I'm so excited. Solano, predictions. What do you think as far as formation? Do we see Campana and Suarez together? And how many goals do you think Suarez ends the year with? 
All right, formation is going to depend on what happens the rest of the of the off season. So I think there's two two formations that I think Tata's going to play with and that we've seen him play. That's the four three three. Uh huh. And if, if we do the four three three, it's going to probably be a, a mix of five, like we said, Farias, Suarez, and Messi, or Taylor, Suarez, and Messi up top. The middle, you know, we're going to have to see who's left, but I think it could be a combination of maybe Kremaski, um, you know, David Ruiz, and and Busquets. Uh, and, Bu- and Busi. Um, but, you know, we have to see if Gregory's still going to be here, who else we bring in. You know, there's a lot of free agents out there. And then the fo- the, back- the back four, you know, it's going to have to be hopefully Gressel, Toto Aviles, Kamal Miller, and then Jordi Alba. But I thought you were going to say he's going to bite somebody, bro, to be no, honest. I w- that would have no, been amazing. I was, I was, I was going to real take. I didn't think of that. That would be funny. But no, but I mean, then if he plays a three-five-two, or which could end up being like a five-two-three, also you might see a Campana Suarez up top. And I'm I'm telling you, if there's a pairing that I'm super super excited to see, it's Campana and Suarez up top. Why? With Messi behind because them? Absolutely. I think it's gonna. I'm telling you, what Suarez does for young players is second to none. And I I predict that Campana, if he doesn't have his best year this year. He will have his best year next year, or he will end up in Europe next year because of how he plays with Suarez this year. That that's how good I think Suarez is as a teammate. I'm excited, man. I'm really fucking excited. Chris, you want to say too, something? Man. Uh, well, I I don't know. I, I'm just gonna make a quick point before you tell us your prediction, Danny. How how salty do you think Joseph Martinez is feeling right now? Mm. How he bad? Knew, do you he knew this was coming. Feeling? I mean, but he you tried, know what he it tried is. Tried so hard though. He tried so hard. He was next know, to Messi for him. He I tried know, to be his best friend, but nobody can replace Suarez. What can I say? No. And you know what? And I think that Joseph, he didn't live up to what we hoped he would be, but I think he played better than what people gave him credit for because technically he did create a lot. He made a lot of big runs. He didn't finish. I get it. And that's what you ultimately have to do as a striker. But man, I think he played better than what people give him credit for. He doesn't deserve a DP contract, but I think he was better than what people give him credit for. Uh, Capana being mentored by Higuain, then Messi and Suarez. Yes, yes. Campana, right now, he, he is set up for success with all the the, yes. the knowledge that he's been surrounded by in his early part of his career, 100%. Uh, and how many goals do you think uh, Luis Suarez ends the year with, Solana? I'm going to go he's going to end up with 20 goals, 11 assists. Mm. All right. So 20 and 11. Wow, I, I, a lot of assists, huh? I think 4-3-3 is... Um, is going to be what we see. I'm, I'm sorry. Just real quick. While you're doing that, Mr. Krabs mentioning here that that restaurant made those Joseph Arepas for nothing. I think that's what they're talking about. The, the pink the arepas? Pink, the pink, yeah. The pink arepas. Yeah. All right, well, I, I, I was uh, trying to I find the all-time. I forgot what the exact number is for all-time goals in a season. I was trying to find for, it. For MLS? Or 32 or 33. I forgot. Vela had it. He broke Joseph Martinez's record. I forgot what exactly it was. But um, I think it's going to be 4 3 3. I think that if they play five in the back, I think we might see that 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 um, that 5 2 3 with uh, Messi, Campana, and, uh, and Suarez up top. I think that Suarez is kind of come close to breaking that record. I really do. I. I wow. So here's here's just to have it broken down here. So mm-hmm. just like you said, Carlos Vela, 34 goals in 2019. 34. Number number two is Joseph Martinez with 31. Number three is Latan with 30. And then, you know, and then it gets, you know, Roy Lasseter 
Hey, you know, X Miami Fusion right there. Yeah, yeah. 20, 27 goals in nineteen ninety six. You know, that's when I he take played it, for the Mutiny. I take it back. Uh, he can't. He can't break that record because we're going to be prioritizing Champions Cup, and then and it's not going to count towards the MLS season. It's not going to count towards that, and the games right be, like the Saturday before and the Saturday after. He probably either won't play or he'll play less. So because of that, maybe he won't. So let me let me let me go backtrack. Let me backtrack on that. But if he was playing just straight 34, I think he would break that record. But because he won't, I think he'll – I'm going to say 20 goals. I'm going to say 20 goals, and uh, I think Messi will still end up with more than him. And I think Messi will be in the low 20s, 23, 24. And I think it's going to be oh, – it's going to be so fun. I really hope that it doesn't end up like somehow getting ruined with like some type of injury or anything. Let me knock on wood. But um, if they can stay healthy, because I mean, everybody was talking about it, right? Last year, like, oh, this is perfect. And oh, Messi doesn't get injured because he doesn't run, but he ended up getting injured for the US Open Cup final. Like, yeah. it, it, those things happen. And everybody wants to talk about, oh, but they're not that old. They, they're not, but they've been playing football all their lives. So that adds up. So hopefully they can stay healthy. Champions Cup is the goal. And with this squad, now that Luis Suarez is official, no excuse. We need, we need at least one trophy. At least. My goal for this team, my expectation, Champions Cup and MLS Cup, those are the two I want. Leagues Cup we got already. Uh, Open Cup, I don't care about that much. Uh, so give me those two, and this is a successful year. All right. Uh, go ahead. Uh, Solana, any final thoughts? Probably the only final thought I have to say is I'm going to go fill my glass up with a little bit more uh, scotch and I'm going to continue celebrating my boy Luis Suarez signing with the Rosa Negro. And I cannot wait to be there covering him every single game next season. If Let's say hypothetically we didn't have Messi and we picked up Luis Suarez, we would still be this hyped and we would still expect to win an MLS Cup because Luis Suarez is that good. Luis Suarez is that much of a difference maker that with the current squad, not talking about Messi, everybody else, Luis Suarez on this team, we would still be like, oh, my God, we have the best player in the league and we should win the MLS Cup. Now you add the greatest player of all time. <laughs> I understand why everybody's jealous of us. And I didn't want to. We're not done yet. No, and we're not done yet. And by the way, credits into Miami. I really love the post with the four kids. Absolutely. Shout out to Inter Miami, whoever in the in the the marketing and promotions department, the social, social media, media whatever, whoever came up post. with that, whoever came up with that and saying uh, in Spanish, I forgot what it exactly was, but it was basically it's nothing like playing with your friends. I said it in Spanish. Shout out to them, that was awesome. I really love that touch, and um, man, I'm so excited. Uh, Chris, any final thoughts? Uh, I just want to mention that Joe Kerr says that my FIFA cards are way more over your college degree. My college so, degrees? <laughs> yes. So kick rocks, okay? I mean, I mean, you're, you're not still paying them back, so I, I, you were probably smarter than I was on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but other than that, yeah, man, this is going to be an entertaining season. I, I told my son about the signing. He's freaking ready. He is gassed. And uh, we're ready to fucking rock and roll this year. Like, uh, somebody asked if there's any other teams making any critical signings. I think Orlando picked up like a cast member from Disney World to play uh, <laughs> center back. So, oh, you're um, talking about the guy, the, the guy from uh, Space Mountain? He works uh, with Space yeah. Space Mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
And if anybody's wondering, we're recording this on December 22nd. So if you're watching this live or if you're watching this within the, la- the next hour before we switch over to December 23rd, <laughs> there are 61 days until we kick off the season. If you're watching this on the December 23rd or after, there's 60 days and uh, the countdown begins. Yeah, and a few and- major points here. Suarez will be introduced on Media Day. I believe that's January or January well, the, 8th or, or well, February first- 7th or 8th. Well, it should be January because the first preseason games in 28 days. So, so there you go. So so he'll be presented uh, the first couple of weeks of January. I read that. Uh, the also a couple other notes. His son, his oldest son, will be playing for the Inter Miami Academy, um, and I believe his younger son as well will be playing for the Inter Miami Academy. So that was a big, uh, you know, a big thing in, in getting him to sign here as well because uh, the Inter Miami Academies are are doing well with the with the kids, huh? You got Messi's yeah. boys playing in there. Uh, you see him at the field every day. So uh, those those crowds for those young boys games are going to start getting big, huh? With with the, with the superstars there, they're yeah, building. Yeah, how crazy yeah. is that? How they're crazy forming is that? Voltron in every team for Inter Miami. It's nuts, man. It's nuts. I mean, your son goes to play there. Imagine your son going to play there, and you look up, and uh, Messi and Suarez are just you know watching him play. Yeah, and Danny, before you let the show go. I, I, I can't find the comment, but somebody mentioned something about the license plates. Guys, what the fuck are you doing if you don't have your damn license plate purchased? I want my shit already, okay? But I just checked, and we finally broke over 1,000 plates purchased. 1,003. How many do you need? We need 1,997 more. So, guys. You need to get to 3,000? You need to get to 3,000. So, guys, start buying it for Christmas. Like, you can still buy it for other people that you know in your life. So, just buy a bunch and uh, and fucking give the vouchers out. I mean, I think the person commented that, like, uh, a senator, you know, I guess okayed the license plates to be, I don't know, like, approved. I need proof for that. I'm not just going to take any rando news like that. And, and then GFR, uh, just, I'm just going based off of, Prior history, the new jerseys with new logos and everything usually drop in February. That's usually when they drop traditionally. Yeah. So I wouldn't expect it anytime before then. Uh, Just an FYI, they- expect them to be wearing the La Noche jerseys a lot this season. Oh, yeah. Because remember, remember the MLS changes the jerseys last- every every two seasons. So that was right. one of the reasons. That was one of the reasons why. And I think I I think that they used the pink jersey last year for so, so many games yeah, was because they wanted to, the marketing and to sell more. And it was mm-hmm. weird because, dude, Messi and Suarez in that La Noche jersey are going to look fire, man. I, I mean, I haven't seen them yet, but oof, it's going to be nice. I can't wait yeah, to be yeah. their opening night, boys. <clears throat> Me too. I, I've, 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 that New Jersey with the thing down the middle, I really hate that thing, man. Like, you know, I know that said that about the picture, Heat culture jerseys. But, but they're the not that jerseys, No, them things look ugly as hell. They're like a fucking nah, apple. I saw them in person. They're not that bad. They're not that bad. Yes, so, yes, I, they are. I, look. I don't like this whole thing down the middle. It's weird to me, and the and the and the, the yeah the crest in the middle is just weird. And I think but, that the um, pink there's a new updated picture because this is the original crap that they showed us, and then this is the one that I I cooked up to fix the pink a little bit like last year's, and then yeah. we saw another one that it looked like a brighter pink, which looked a little better than the salmon crap. Uh, mm-hmm. But that Royal Caribbean me, is, but to me, no, yeah, the it's too big. But they should have just put Royal Caribbean across the top right there. Would it look nicer, no? No, just give me the crown. That, that's what I would prefer, just the crown. I get that the sale means cruise and all that other stuff, but give me the crown. <clears throat> all right, uh, no final thoughts. Well, 
this time for real, right? Because last time we said we weren't coming back until after Christmas. But we always said that whenever it was that Luis Suarez joined, we didn't care what day it was. It could have been Christmas Day itself. We were going to come on here and talk Luis Suarez. Uh, so it is now official. I am so excited. And um, now the countdown begins. 20, I said 28 days till the first preseason game, 60 days until the season starts. So we're cooking with grease right now. Um, <clears throat> when's the next time we come on here, Chris? Uh, we're not coming on on Christmas Day on Monday. So I guess Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday Sorry. would probably be it. Yeah. So we'll be back on Wednesday, December 27th. All right. So we'll be back on December 27th. Uh, I doubt anything new happens from here to then. So we'll figure some fun stuff to talk about. I'm sure we can figure something out. Solana, we yeah. appreciate you joining us. If you don't follow Solana already, follow him at, at Danny Solana 5. Uh, and I mean, plug anything else that you got going. No, nah, man, that's it. At Danny Solana 5 right now. Uh, we're, you know, as, as, as I said in the past, we, you know, I was on This Is Football. Uh, we're talking about coming back here in the new year, so be on the lookout. And, uh, you know, we'll be doing that. I'm doing some Arria Bolso stuff, and I'm starting to uh, do some play-by-play on some uh, soccer games. So I'll, I'll, you know, keep in touch on the on the Instagram or on Twitter, and uh, you'll, you'll find out what I'm doing. Yeah, and, and if, guys- you wanna, if you want to get really pissed off at some really – I'll give Solana some credit. Although some of the shit he says I find to be really stupid, he believes it. So I, I respect that. So, I mean, he doesn't say it just to be clickbaitish. He really believes the dumb shit that comes out of his mouth. Chris. And, and, and guys, also, you can also catch him on the Battered Heat Fans podcast. Yes. So yeah. don't Along forget about us, that. Uh-huh. If, you, if you like the heat, because fucking who doesn't, I guess, here huh. in Miami. And even whatever. if you don't and you just hate me, just watch. Because I say just some watch. crazy shit on that, too. No, we're, no, we're not. With the heat, you're, you're, you're a lot more better. I, yeah, you're very I, good. Very I, yes. I like your takes on the heat. With with soccer, your Uruguayan shows under your skirt, and I just can't take it sometimes. If you guys love heat culture, join us on the Batter Heat Fans podcast, and you'll be able to see Solana there. It's uh, Inter Miami's favorite bad guy with us. And, and throw him some roses. Everybody had a fucking blast with you on here. So, And Steve Munoz, Absolutely. if this is true, you let us know. We'll plug it for you because that sounds amazing. Cafecito Sessions. I love that name, bro. Cafecito Steve Sessions? Munoz. Yeah, so go for it. Do it, and we'll plug it, in and we'll help you out because that sounds awesome. Yes, all right. Uh, if you are listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. Please leave five stars, comment, review. If you're watching on YouTube and you just want to help us out a little bit, jump on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and go ahead and just leave a comment just to help us out. Just follow us. And then on YouTube, please like, subscribe. Tell your friends, subscribe. And uh, we're going to keep putting out this content because – we love Inter Miami. This is our number one love. You know, some other people, it's their two or three. This is our number one. So we're going to keep doing this just because we love it. Uh, and again, as always, for those of you that joined us on the chat, you guys are the best part of the show. We appreciate each and every one of you coming out here, having fun with us, talking with us. And until the next one, have a good one.